everyone and welcome to One of Us is a Filmmaker. Hello, hello, hello. Your every other weekly film podcast. Every other weekly, is that? The, the, no, wait. Is that what Bi-weekly. you Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly, yeah. <laughs> Your every other weekly podcast. Where we talk all about nostalgic movies and these mainly come from the noughties, the nineties, things like that. The good era, basically. <laughs> the golden era. The golden era of filmmaking, yes. for sure. And my name is Cassia. And I'm Orion. He's also uh, called Jiggy sometimes. That is his nickname he's had since he was, I don't know, a baby. I wonder what our listeners know, <laughs> know me as primarily. I think actually most people know me as Jiggy these days. Yeah, well, you tell us out there. What do you think uh, Orion slash Jiggy yeah. is primarily called? And should I just scrap calling him Orion and just keep saying Jiggy? Mm. But then some people find it really funny that your name's Jiggy. Because of the uh, Will Smith song, getting jiggy with it. I know all the lyrics, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I mean, good. That's your theme song. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so- someone in school... Theme uh, song music. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> theme song guy. Um, theme song guy. Someone in school always said to me that she was born to getting jiggy with it. Oh, wow. With Like, it was just playing when she was born. Mm-hmm. Well, because it came out 1998. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, my birth year, so there you go. Yeah. But we called you jiggy because you would, like, jig around. Like, have a vibe. Yeah. All the time, yeah. Yeah, jig. Still am. Yeah. Still going strong <laughs> 25 years later. Yeah. Quarter of a century. <laughs> Every <you>. other weekly. <laughs> Lots you. of time frames we're providing people today. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you had another nickname when you were like two, which didn't last long, Mr. Generous. Do you remember that? No, I don't, but you always remind me <laughs> because evidently I'm just not generous anymore. No. So you were generous for like a few months when you were two years old and we were like, oh, we're called Mr. Generous instead of Jiggy and then it, Mr. Generous didn't stick long. Mr. Generous people. sounds like a name for a man from something like Sex and the Sea. Mr. Generous. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Big. <laughs> you know what your nickname is. Mr. Big. I think we move on from Sex and the Sea. Move There's too many names going on here. Uh, well, I hope everyone's had a very exciting start to 2024. Yeah. This is actually quite a special episode. And do you know why this is a special episode? Because... For us. Oh, okay. <laughs> For us. For us. Because this is a celebration ah. of uh, one of us, the filmmaker podcast. It's our one year anniversary. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it might not be the exact date, but this is basically, it's been a year since oh, we started. Yeah. Oh, it has. Okay. You know what? I didn't even realise. <laughs> what were you going to say? Well, no, I was just making something up. Oh, okay. Right. I, like, I was, I was just, I was just pretending I knew what the celebration was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I probably should have known it's been a year because mm-hmm. I mean, it was Christmas time last year that you said to me, hey, we should have filmed podcast. And I was like, heck yeah, <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't we? That was your exact reaction. Pretty much. And I think our first episode came out mid-Jan last year at some point. I, mean, I can go back and actually look. but mm-hmm. um, Yeah, we recorded it New Year's Eve. Yes, we did. We did. We recorded New Year's Eve. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. That was a low-key New Year's Eve, wasn't it? It's just chilling, yeah. hanging out, a few drinks. Yeah, you guys drinking and... Well, Ryan doesn't drink, so he was on the freeze. <laughs> on the freeze. <laughs> Is, I'm not sure that's the technical term. <laughs> yeah. I think it's called sobriety. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, no, it was really good. What was our first episode? It was the Pixar episode, of course. Yeah. Episode, season one, episode one, Pixar. And I don't know, I just came up with this idea of like focusing on slightly different things, different mm. weeks, and it seems to have worked. And we do our nice finale special, which is always something a little bit different. One we've got planned for this uh, season is very exciting. Excellent. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners will love it. Maybe yeah. expect a special guest. Oh. 
Or maybe don't, if we disappoint. Or, or, or maybe don't. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know. We haven't got enough street cred to really be in demand. No, <laughs> so, um, Podcast cred. Okay, but a year in review. Mm. What's the podcast looked like for you this year? How have you felt about the podcast? It's been a really nice little side project, a little yeah. side thing to get my mind off mm-hmm. actual work. It might sound nice to say it's nice to spend a lot of time with you, but we were doing that anyway. This is yeah. just, <laughs> this is just I mean, adding something in to do. <laughs> this is kind of a, not in not diminishing it in any way, but an act of convenience. Yeah. <laughs> like, we would have these conversations. Now we just record it. Exactly. So, there you go. Yeah, we, um, all of us as siblings are very, very close. Mm. And I think, uh, I mean, it's very nice, you know. Yeah. A lot of people aren't as lucky to be as close as we are. No. Some people say that, well, they just don't like their brother or sister or don't talk to them very You're much. You're just not a nice person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas, uh, you know, it's nice to be friends with your family. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Better than being enemies, you know. That's very dramatic. <laughs> Better than being enemies. Enemies. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I thought, I think that it's been really fun. I also always wanted to start a podcast. Mm. I just didn't know what it would have been about. And when you were like, oh, Let's do it. I was like, oh, yeah, film. Makes sense. It's going to be weird this year. This year's looking for me could be quite, quite busy. So we'll have to balance it a bit more, maybe. But that's mm, all good. Mm. Better to be too busy than not busy so what at all. So what you're saying is that life has more of a priority than the podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Obviously. Uh, my, heart. <laughs> <laughs> my heart. No. Joking. We can balance it all. Yeah, we'll make it work. I'm the queen of balancing. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> You'd suck the soleil. What? No, although I do like ice skiing, and that's a lot of balancing. Is that suck the soleil? No, it's that balancing. Oh, ice okay, skiing. Okay, yeah, and yeah. rollerblading. We went roller skating last year, and you were impressed with how good I was. From our zooming around. Transverting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I was impressed with how good I was. Oh. Because I suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just getting better, you know? Yeah. Taking away the compliment from no, me. No, okay, you know what? You were very good. You were very, very good. But I've seen you roll a blade elsewhere as well. So I, I knew you were, like, decent. I just didn't realise you were, like, competent, mm. you know? I can't go backwards, though, sadly. Well, no. But that's quite a skill. Yeah. Yeah. The balancing act. Today we're talking about someone who is also very good at balancing, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing segue into the topic that you've somehow come up with. Incredible stuff to me, <laughs> Because if you're a stunt person, you have to have very good balance. And we've seen Jackie Chan run along the edge of trains, on the edge of houses, and jumping off poles, and flipping off helicopters, down. Swinging things around. Swinging things around, throwing nunchucks, catching them again. Upside down. Upside down. All the things. So Jackie Chan is the topic of conversation. Jackie Chan is our topic. We're doing a look back at the classics and we're looking back at Jackie Chan, Mm. icon of cinema in the East and the West. Hmm? He is an icon. Absolute icon. Uh, I think he's probably one of the most iconic actors ever. Did you see that really sweet when he won that, I think it was like the Lifetime or Icon Award at the Oscars that year. Was it a few years ago? It was a few years ago. I think it was like 2018. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he started crying. And I think... Wasn't that the show where his old mentor sent in a video mm. or something like I that? He's so. really old, like really, really old. Um, so I think he was just surprised that there was ever anything there because he had no idea it was coming. Yeah, um, that's very sweet. Yeah. And it totally deserved. I mean, if I've looked at the list of films he's done and it's just insane. There's so many because it's not just, you know, obviously not Hollywood. He started out in all his uh, action-packed films in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. China. So 
it's been a been a roller coaster for him, yeah, yeah. for sure. And today we're going to be talking about Jackie Chan as a person, the mm-hmm. effect his movies had on us. We'll dip into a few specific movies here and there, mm-hmm. but more. It's just a bit of a celebration. This is a celebration episode. Yeah, celebration like of us. <laughs> celebration, celebration of Jackie of Chan. Us. Celebration of Jackie Chan. It's all a celebration. <laughs> it's all a celebration. Like we yeah. love it. Bring in twenty twenty four with just good vibes all around. Yeah. So, do you know how old Jackie Chan is? I just want to see if you could guess correctly. Where would he's you getting on in age, I think. Mm. He's not, not, not mm. young man. <laughs> like, he's been around for a while. Like, he was not like a young actor in the 90s. So, like, let's think about this. I'm going to say he's 74. A little bit old, but you're in the ballpark there. 70? Basically 70. 69. 69. Apparently. Uh, I, okay, I, I thought 70s. Yeah. He was, you know, but 69 makes sense. Yeah, because he would have been in his sort of 40s when it was the era we grew up in, which mm-hmm. was oh, absolute classic movies. Some of our favourites. Uh, Rush Hour, Shanghai Noon, oh, Shanghai Nights. Oh, beautiful. There's some other ones in there around that time. The Medallion, The Tuxedo, <laughs> and of course, Kung Fu Panda. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is yeah. so great. I, I actually, We haven't spoken about that yet. Well, we talk about it now. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a massive character in Kung Fu Panda, but... You know, he's stellar as the monkey. Yeah. What's the monkey called? <laughs> I can't remember the monkey's name. Uh, just monkey. Is it monkey? Because it's because tiger, tigress. Tigress, crane, oh, yeah, monkey, monkey. Uh, Sifu, and Ugwe. And I love the person who voices um, Poe's dad. Uh, oh, yeah, he's classic. He's classic. He's the one in everything, everywhere, all at once, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Is he not? He's been around for years, like... And a crazy long career. I'm pretty sure he's in Big Bang Theory. Yeah, James Hong we're talking about. James yeah. Hong, James Hong, okay. Yes, no, no, no. He is... Mr. Ping is Poe's dad's name. That's right, what I was trying Mr. to look up. Yeah. Right, okay. Classic, yes. when he's asking about his noodles. Magic, yeah, 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 noodle yeah. recipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like trying to convince Poe to be a noodle maker. Yeah. yeah run the noodle restaurant. You're going to run the noodles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, he's he's been in so many films and cinema. It's been crazy long career. But you can't remember him from which Friends episode. He plays a wrestling coach. Oh, yeah. No yeah, boom, yeah, boom yeah. before big fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, he is, he is the guy um, in the Big Bang Theory episode as well. Okay, yeah. And he's like, you know who he is like? He's <laughs> like Wallace Shawn. Mm. He's sort of always in the background. He's like a lot of side <laughs> characters, supporting characters. Yeah. Always really clever, really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just been around for donkeys years longer than Jackie Chan, uh, which yeah. is saying something. Yeah. But yeah, Jackie Chan... He is the person we're focusing on. Uh, he is the voice of Tiger in Kung Fu Panda. Do you know he's done a lot of animated Tiger. films? Oh, no. Of Poe? No, Monkey. No, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black is Poe. Yeah, Angelina Jolie is Tiger. <laughs> and Jack, uh, Jackie Chan is the monkey. There's so go. many characters. So many characters. Such a stellar cast. He's I mean. a stellar cast. Dustin yeah. Hoffman's in there as well. Yeah. But he's done loads of animated films. And uh, mm. there's some surprising ones that you might not know. So basically, Jackie Chan speaks like five languages. So he does a lot of the Mandarin versions, uh, so Chinese versions oh. of Disney films. Oh, I love so, that. So one of my favorite Disney films, 1991 classic, mm-hmm. he does the voice of, what can you guess? What film, Disney film, okay, 1991. 1991. Is that Beauty and the Beast? Yes. There's no way he does the Beast. Yeah, he does the Beast, mate. Does he? He sings. Oh, he oh yeah, he does a little bit of singing, doesn't he? Not a little bit. He's like a massive singer. He trained in opera. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't realise he trained in opera. He literally went to the... Well, it's like a musical theatre opera school. Well, no, I knew... So I knew that, like, his skill set 
came... It's very wide. <laughs> well, no, I knew that his skill set, his primary skill set, which is stunts, basically, mm-hmm. came from him being... A dancer. Part, yeah, it came from him being, like, a trained... It's not, like, specific dancing. It's, like, gymnastics dancing. Yeah. You know? So I knew that he got all that from that background. Yeah. I didn't realise that was basically the equivalent of musical theatre. Yeah, that sort of thing. Okay. Mm. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. He also did the voice of Li Shang in Mulan. Uh, for the Mandarin mm. version as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of examples of him doing a bit of musicals, a bit of singing. Yeah, I love that. in Hong Kong. Love that. We don't really get much of that in the West, I would say. No, he hasn't. We need a Jackie Chan musical in the West. Yeah, Come we on. should. Yeah, yeah. He said, though, the, the thing he finds the hardest out of everything he's done in any film, any stunts, anything he's had to do. Speaking English. Speaking English. <laughs> That's the hardest thing. Speaking English. It is hard. I mean, well, I mean, the, I mean, English is notoriously a hard language for people who don't natively speak it. I can imagine, and I mean, we're lazy. We don't learn any other languages. Yeah, so. it's just horrible. Like one word will have like four meanings. Yeah, like it's just horrible. Like it's just like how. And some of the spellings really do throw you off. Like, why is knife spelt with a K? Yeah, well, <laughs> and, yeah. Why do three words that sound exactly the same mean different things? I don't know. Exactly. I couldn't tell you, and I speak the language. I know, and we have no idea what's going on. We have no idea what's going on in the English language. It's not a literary podcast. I was terrible at English literature. Like, I could fake it and get away with it, but I really didn't enjoy it. I see, I quite liked it. I took English literature for A level, took it for a week, and then dropped it. See ya. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going media studies, mate. Bye. Yeah. I wanted to take that originally. But people are like, oh, you're doing too many soft subjects. Do a hard subject. I don't know. Do a proper subject. Do a proper subject. Come on, get in there, mate. And I I was like, no, bye. (laughs) Save. See, I don't um, like reading books. (laughs) And then I followed in your footsteps and I did media for GCSEs. Not A levels. No. But yeah, it was good stuff. That's how we got so into film. Yeah. Oh, thank you for uh, all those lessons. Of, Thanks, uh, The Miss Ongsen and the Miss <laughs> whatever else I learned. The Chioscuro lighting. Chioscuro is coming back into the flame. I love that. I, yeah, so I, I guess I just didn't realise he was musical, but it would be nice to see him and stuff like that. I really wanted to go find the Chinese version of Beauty the Beast. Should we watch it? Yeah, we should. Yeah, Let's we watch it after this. Or, there must, I think I saw some clips on YouTube at least. Yeah, a little listen. 100%, like, it will be good. Yeah, exactly. I I know, it just will be. The thing about Jackie Chan is that he is so good at what he does. He's very dedicated. Yeah. And I think that's what people say about him. It's like, he just is amazing. Like, he will dedicate himself to it and just do it. And he can do it every time, create something interesting, funny, creative. Anytime I've heard anyone discuss any of Jackie Chan's stunts, they've always said, like, there's pretty much no one else... Who thinks about a space in, in the way, the way he, that he would? Yeah, you know, because he choreographs pretty much all of his own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he's got one a uh, very interesting Guinness World Record, and it's not to do with stunts; it's to do with the most credits in a film. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I can't remember what the film's called. It was one of his more recent ones, but he was like stunt choreographer, stunt coordinator. Composer. Composer? But, yeah, he, I think he wrote the script, he produced it. There's like, he has like 15 credits on that movie. Is he bored? <laughs> like, what? He's got nothing <laughs> to do. Like, nothing to do. So that title was previously held by another director we've spoken about in this podcast in another Look Back at the Classics episode from last season. Do you want to guess which director? He previously held the title of having 11 credits on a film. Was it um, John Hughes? No. Uh, no, we haven't talked about John Hughes. No, probably. no, no. Oh, what's the English one with the, all the Hugh Grant films? No. No, not him. Um, he specifically does loads of stuff. We talked about his early movies where he... Rob Reiner? No, but it is RR. 
<laughs> RR. RR. Robert. Robert. Uh, <laughs> Robert Rodriguez? Yeah. Uh, Do you remember we were talking about how he makes his first film and he literally shot it, edited it, yes. whatever, whatever, yeah, produced yeah, it, yeah, wrote yeah. it, la la la. <laughs> he had 11 credits was the... Jackie Chan said, see ya. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I'm going to make 15 happen. So that's one of his yeah, but that's titles. A pretty, that's a fairly easy thing to beat someone at because you could just claim... Oh, you yeah. did all these different things. I mean, there's probably some really, like, terrible bootleg movies or, you know, those, like, made-for-TV terrible ones where right. it's, like... Or, like, not even made-for-TV, the, the ones that turn up randomly on Amazon Prime and someone's, like, done everything. And they claim they're an auteur. They're an auteur, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. but I don't think... Maybe the Guinness World Record doesn't... They probably vet these movies. things a little bit. Yeah, they I, I would do. assume they, they have some checks. Yeah. Um, okay, fair enough. So interesting. He's, he's a massive record breaker. You know when I said that he's a big singing star in China as well? Mm-hmm. So he's actually released albums. He's not just been in music. Oh, he's like stuff. a singer-singer. Yeah. Do you want to guess how many albums he's released? I'm guessing it's not quite on the level of like Stevie Wonder, but uh, four? More. Seven? More. Eight? Over 20. Wait, that, that is like Stevie Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> how many has Stevie Wonder done? Like, don't know. I feel. I assume like twenty. Yeah, apparently Jackie Chan's released over twenty albums and is a big singing star in China. So there you go. We're gonna have to dig all these up. This is basically uh, this is a celebration of Jackie Chan, the Jackie Chan facts yeah. episode. That's what I, this is. I suppose you don't really think of him as as a singer from Russia, you know, when he's like, "Whoa, who? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, what is he good for? Absolutely nothing." Yeah, you know, I I, I suppose from that, I never got. Oh, he's a singer, <laughs> but. That's crazy. Like, this man must be infinitely busy. Yeah. Like, releasing albums, doing a film, what, every two years, every three years? Yes. And then probably choreographing films in between those times, not actually being in the role. And then travelling back and forth from America and China all the time. And raising a family. He has a family, doesn't he? Uh, He has one son. This is where it gets a bit tricky. He has a daughter and a son. He doesn't speak to one of them. He doesn't speak to his daughter. I see. Right. It's estranged from them. She's kind of a sad story. If you read it, that's not ideal. No. No. Uh, no. I don't. I, the the one thing that I find interesting about Jackie Chan mm. is that he's a celebrity who has made it huge, but not, at least to my awareness, mm. I don't feel like his personal life has been so exposed in the way that most celebrities get their personal lives exposed. Maybe he's just had a good, like, cap on things. Like, he kind of keeps his life out of I think, yeah, I think he's quite private and, like, quite serious about keeping that separate, so it makes sense. Yeah. Jackie Chan is obviously, as we know him, but his real name is not Jackie Chan. I don't know his actual name. Do you not? No. It is Chan Kong Sang. Chan Kong Sang. Yes. Right. He spent a little time growing up in Australia, in Canberra. Right. And uh, apparently he was working on a building site and they couldn't say his name. Just gave so him the nickname Jackie. 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 <laughs> yeah, so they just called him Jackie and it stuck, you know. Well, that's kind of a nice story. I mean, it's not great they can pronounce the name. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, your story has to come from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's mad because he literally started doing movies in the 70s. He tried to do a few American movies in the 80s and they didn't quite ever like really launch his career. Mm. And it is mad that it took all the way till 95 with um, Rumble in the Bronx yeah. for him to make a big splash. And then it wasn't until Rush Hour 1998, three years later, where he was bona fide movie star. Yeah, he was like A-list basically. That was, because that was his biggest budget film. It did amazing at the box office. Yeah. Great to- film. Yeah, it totally changed the landscape uh, of his movies. And then after that, he had a, like a quick succession 
of quite similar movies, you know, sort of buddy comedies wrapped up with a lot of action, a lot of action. But even if the films aren't that great, like I remember watching The Medallion when I was a kid and The Tuxedo. And I, I mean, I can't remember The Medallion and Tuxedo, like, I can't remember the distinction between them that much. But apparently The Medallion's actually not that bad. Um, I, I don't remember these. Like, I remember their names and I remember watching them. Remember the posters? Yeah, I just, more than anything I just else. can't, like, in my head, go scene for scene. Yeah, they're shot quite, shot. they're all kind of similar. But the thing that always is amazing about it, all of these films are those stunt sequences. Yeah. Are the fights and, like, the jumping off things and flying around. Well, that's, that's, that's what that's, I always enjoyed. That's what people say. And, I mean, you don't even have to listen to others to just know it when you're watching it, you know. But, like, watch his action sequence mm. versus another action sequence from another Hollywood action film. What you'll find is that the way he approaches the things in the environment mm. is so creative and he always, always, always manages to make it comedic. Mm-hmm. Serious yet comedic at the same yeah. time. And he never takes fighting as like this life or death moment. He always kind of takes it as a chance to be fun on screen. Yeah. You know? His favourite films growing up were, you know, Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. He really it liked... Makes sense, yeah. yeah. he was totally um, engrossed with that physical comedy and yeah. that's what he wants to do. That's what he's always wanted to do is yeah. mix in that comedy with fighting. Well, I did well. I know. we. Good it's a real shame, in a, not a shame, but obviously growing up in the 90s and noughties, these are the Jackie Chan films we were exposed to and mm-hmm. the ones we're most nostalgic about because we grew up watching them. Mm-hmm. It'd be really nice to actually dig into his proper back catalogue Look at his Hong Kong films. Like Police, police Stories. Yeah. It's the, the, the big series he was in. Yeah, and just dig into any recommendations for the ones we should be looking at from his, mm. his old days, you yeah. know, 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. not his Western ones, his Eastern ones. Yeah. I think I've seen a few, but not, not any that I've seen in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Mm. I think I saw one or two probably when I was a kid. So, well, I mean, nice to, um, I'd love to watch them. That's something we could do in a future episode. Look at his yeah. old catalogue. Yeah. Because we're, fortunately, unfortunately, focusing on that sort of the golden Hollywood era, you know, that between 1998 and 2005, you yeah, know, that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the two that always stuck out for me in that space were Shanghai Noon slash Nights yep. and Rush Hour. Of course. I mean, those are the two I remember the most as well. And we got Owen Wilson in for the uh, chat now. Oh, dear. it's <laughs> over. We'll be having to do an Owen Wilson special, I think, at some point, because uh, that man is prolific. <laughs> we'll do the Wilson Brothers. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. Who is, who's the better rom-com lead? Oh, it- Oh, Owen over... Oh, oh, actually, actually, Rom- rom-com lead. Oh, Luke. Mm. But for pure icon, <laughs> it's got to be Owen. Oh, wow. They don't even believe me that I'm Lightning McQueen. Oh, yeah, classic. Yeah. Um, so Rush Hour and Shanghai Noon. Mm-hmm. Shanghai Noon came out afterwards, but only by one or two years. So Shanghai Noon was 2000. Mm-hmm. Rush Hour was 98 into 99. Busy man. Busy Matt, yeah, he really was getting those out quick. Yeah. And I think they saw the formula of what ha- happened in Rush Hour, you know, sort of an odd pairing, buddy yeah. comedy, but yeah. within obviously the fighting and everything, mm-hmm. worked so well, they were keen to replicate that. Yeah. And uh, so Rush Hour's with Chris Tucker, that's his sidekick. Yeah. And then I really said, like Chris Tucker, I think he's yeah, funny. He's good. Yeah. And then there's um, obviously Owen Wilson mm-hmm. in Shanghai Noon. Yes, yes, yes. I think when I was younger, I don't know which one I preferred, but. You know, I actually watched Shanghai Noon the other night, having not watched it quite a few years. Yeah. I have to say, I'm not sure Shanghai Noon I enjoy as much now. I remember... Because for me, the pacing was... It is a bit slow. There's bits of it where it is a bit slow. It is a bit slow, There's a lot of just sort of, like, wading through until you get to the fight scenes. Mm. Whereas, like, I feel like with Rush Hour, 
it's honestly just go, go, comedy, bam, bam, comedy, comedy, bam. funny, funny, funny. Yeah. Jackie Chan arrives, funny, funny, yeah. funny. You know, like actually, that's the thing. Rush Hour is a very well paced film. Yeah, it, it's going bam, bam, bam. Yeah, I love it. And, and that kind of works because it, it's a buddy comedy. You know, you don't want to be sitting around. No. Just absorbing the shots for about ten years. You know, you, you want it to get moving. The story goes quickly, and the fights just carry it. Yeah, and there's so many iconic lines and oh, just funny moments in Rush Hour. Yeah. At Shanghai Noon as well, but we'll talk about Rush Hour quickly first. Yeah. Uh, but my favourite thing, I mean, I love the fact they do bloopers at the end. Uh-huh. And me and my friend always make the joke because when he's on the phone and he can't get Chelsea Clinton right, he goes, Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you got Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> so I'm always saying that. Yeah, yeah. We're just yeah. like, <laughs> Kelsey Grammer? $50 million! <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Chris Tucker, is that not even just his, like, movement and action, it's almost as if Jackie Chan brings the movement and mm. Chris Tucker vo- brings the voice. Yeah. Like, Chris Tucker's voice is so animated that yeah. the comedy comes from there, whereas the comedy comes from the action of Jackie Chan in the film. Yeah, like, quite like, oh, well, I mean, this is why a film works, and I was doing a lecture on screenwriting the other day and you want characters who clash who have the opposite energy opposite outlook on life etc etc and it's like Mm. chris tucker is very um explosive and high-pitched and entertaining the entertainer and all that Mm -hmm. whereas like jack chan's got even though he is the entertainer and everything in the film his role is slightly more reserved you know etc there's a line in the film which i I won't say because there's a lot of swearing in it but it kind of sums up that what you just said you know where jackie chan first speaks english And then afterwards, they're walking away. You assume I didn't speak English. Yeah, you assume yeah. I didn't speak English. And then he's like, I like to let people talk who like to talk. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. you know it's that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think I always found the sort of storyline quite fun as a kid. It uh, is fun. Yeah. It holds up well. Mm. I think like... Uh, not everything does. No, like no, no, Some no. of their jokes, maybe not. The, the jokes, no. The film holds mm. up well, I think. Yeah. As, as, as a film, thing. yeah. Not necessarily, like you said. I mean, some of the comedy has not aged... And I think that's partially the late 90s, early 2000s has mm. really become outdated now. But like at the same time, it's a very watchable film, mm-hmm. you know. It is important, I think, like we talked about in another episode, you, you need to have those like pinpoints in history where you can look back and say, wow, look how much we've progressed from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously you can be critical of it now, but, mm-hmm. you know, we've yeah. moved on. We can appreciate parts of the film and still enjoy it. And it's a comfort movie of mine. Uh, but And, and you can take things away from it still. Mm. And I think, in a way, what's nice about Rush Hour is, yes, there's these one-liners. Some of them hold up, some of them don't. But actually, what's holding up, as we've spoken about now, with Jackie Chan specifically, and Chris Tucker, to his credit, does a really good job of this in the film, it's the physical comedy Mm -hmm. that holds up really well. It's just, you know, the bit where they have the fight scene on the top of the Fu Chao restaurant. Yeah. And then they're on the chair and they slide down. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, it's just stuff like that. It's just like, that is really good and really fun. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that that was the spawn of these Jackie Chan buddy comedies because I'm not surprised at all it worked. Do you have like some favorite lines from that film? Oh, I mean, Kelsey Grammer. I mean, I know technically it's not even from the film; <laughs> it's in the blooper. Yeah, but even the line itself is. What do you think you got, Chelsea Clip? It's funny. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's so many, and I just can't think right now. You can't think. Okay, you go for it. What's some of your favorite lines from Rush Hour? Then oh, Rush Hour. I love the bit, uh, the same bit I just said, where Chris Tucker's character goes up first basically all the guys surround him and he's like he gets kicked for the first time he's like i'm john tell's brother i'm from beijing i'm black and he's what the heck <laughs> <laughs> and then you know when um the bit just after jackie chan fights all those guys in the bar while chris sucker's character is like talking to his cousin 
Yeah. yeah. And Chris Tucker starts pretending when Jackie Chan comes back in that he's like interrogating them all. Yeah. And he's like, wipe this up. Brush your teeth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's so many good lines in this one. And there's the bit where Jackie Chan's confused that um, why, like, the police, American police force don't want his help. Yeah. And um, Carter's like, they don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> the little girl don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> the little girl don't like you. <laughs> <They're> funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> That's a classic meme as well. Yeah, that, that is a classic meme. That is a huge meme. And I, I watched back and it is really pasty and fun and really... It's just, it gives you the chuckles, doesn't it? I, I think of, like, the comedy era from the late 90s to the early 2000s. There was, like, a whole series of films. This is including kind of the Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. I think Rush Hour Stands is one of the best. Yeah. I, I think it's so good. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I, I will watch, I could watch that on repeat, I think. Yeah. That, there's not that I many have. films I can watch on repeat, literally. Mm-hmm. But I think I could watch that on repeat. Yeah. And always enjoy it. The thing is, I watched Rush Hour 2 uh, recently as well, and it... It doesn't quite hold up, and it's. I think it's even worse than the first one in the sort of elements that really don't hold up. Right. And then the third one, I remember going to see in the cinema. I think it came out like 2009 or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember like watching it and even thinking this isn't great. No, even though my standard wasn't that high. It just lost. This is the problem: is when you have an original idea like Rush Hour, and it does so well, you're tempted to basically just follow on from that and I think the problem is it did so well because it was like one of those flourishes of genius mm. and then the, the rest is just kind of yeah copycat. I mean the second one still did quite well like well, no I'm sure it did I mean I, I mean but that's Hollywood isn't it I mean mm. it will do well but mm. like yeah as I, I, I don't really remember the second or third one that well I do remember going to see the third one in the cinema but yeah even I remember re-watching them back a couple of years ago and just thinking like yeah, they're, no, they're, they're just not as good as the first one. Yeah, exactly. No need to talk about them. No need to talk about them. Yeah. But then we have Shanghai Noon. I do think Shanghai Noon is probably the better film than Shanghai Nights, but I really love Shanghai Nights. I remember having that one on video. I hate the little me. boy's accent. Do you not know who that is? Famous actor. Oh, wait, no. It's Aaron Taylor Johnson, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hello there, Gavna. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Do, just got a bit, a bit annoying there. But he's only like 12, so I think we have to let it go. Let it go, Jiggy. If you it, can. Is a, it is a bit much, but that's all right. We'll uh, let it go. It. Yeah, <laughs> let it go. But I think Shanghai Nights. Like, I don't know if it's because I was more nostalgic about it because I think we saw Shanghai Nights first, and then Did we got we? Shanghai Noon on DVD. Yeah, I did at least. Oh well, I always remember Shanghai Noon way more than I remember Shanghai Nights. Well, probably because you watched it one because we had it on DVD and you got yeah. old and you watched that. Because Shanghai Nights we had it on video. So as soon as we, you know, you're five, six, seven, eight, we're not really watching videos of. Ah, I Whereas always, I I always video. thought we had noon first. No, we had it, wouldn't have seen night nice. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Only we had it on young. video. We had it in a little paper, uh, VHS um, box. Paper? You, you know, sometimes they don't, they didn't have like the proper cases. They just had like a paper top. Sounds pirated to me. No, no, it wasn't. It was a proper one, but it was just like, you just like. Flopped out of the piece of paper. Oh. Well, not paper, it was cardboard, you know. Well, that seems to be like a relic from the past. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got any more, sadly. Um, also, the villain in Shanghai Noots is awful. He's really annoying his voice, isn't it? Who, Noon? No, Knights. Knights? Yeah, he's a bit rubbish. Oh, he's, a bit he's the Ip Man the Lord. guy, isn't it? No, he's the Lord guy. He's trying to kill off the royal family. Who are you talking about? The villain, Aidan Gillen. Who you think no, I'm not is? talking about him. But he's the villain in Shanghai Nights. The English Lord. No, they have a fight scene at the top of Big Ben. I'm thinking of the guy from Ip Man. Oh, Donnie Yen. Yu Donnie Chow. Yen. Yu Chow. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, Donnie Yen's in it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, right, okay. I was I'm not talking about the British guy. Okay, okay, okay. I'm right, talking about Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, there you go. Donnie Yen is it man. He's the big, yeah. Big cheese. He's the big, well, not quite <laughs> as big as Jackie Chan, but okay, okay. So having established that, <laughs> right, <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I, I think that Shanghai Noon is more nostalgic for me than Shanghai Nights. Yeah. Whereas I'm the other, other way around. Very interesting. Because we had it on VHS. Right. And so I watched that okay. more when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. But Shanghai Noon's got some great, great cast in it. You've got Lucy Liu in there. Yeah. Do you love a bit was of Lucy that, Liu? Was that before Charlie's Well, it came out in 2000, so she probably shot both around the same time. Well, she had a good year. I remember from Shanghai Noon, one of my favourite bits was, um, mm. you know, when they get stuck in the prison. Yeah. And then Jackie Chan takes off his, like, shirt or scarf or something, mm-hmm. chucks it on the floor, pees on it, and then yeah. bends the metal bars, and everyone's a bit like, what? <laughs> well, that's just Owen Wilson turning around, like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Wasting my time. <laughs> I want to rewatch it again, because I'm just basing it off pure nostalgia, basically. So I don't have this frame of reference that you have of thinking, oh, recently I've watched it, and it wasn't as good as something. I mm. just have in my head, like... It's amazing. I, yeah, I love it. Because, you know what it's got? What does it have? It's got a tra- train sequence. Oh, yeah, it does. I know. I love the train yeah, sequence. I love train sequences. Fun. It's like the guy pulls the thing and they're having to run on the wood while they're yeah, the yeah, train yeah, yeah, yeah. keeps going. Yeah. Classic. Because yeah. his uncle gets shot on the train and it's all very sad. Yeah. Who killed my uncle? I, I always... Reach for like... the sky, oh, man. It's my gang now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Where'd it's got that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that guy? guy. I swear he shows up in a bunch of stuff as well. Probably. I mean, they're all actors, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, that makes sense. Um, uh, the really nice line in Shanghai Noon, which isn't a funny one, but it's, um, he talks about how the sun may rise where we come from, but here is where it sets. Yeah. Because that's something that Owen Wilson's character, Roy, keeps telling him the whole film. Like, yeah. you know, you're not in the East, you're in the West. Yeah. yeah, there's loads of, like, gaggy, funny bits in the whole film, you know. Mm-hmm. And classic lot of fight sequences. Yeah, not Big Ben. So Shanghai Nights ends a Big Ben. Right. Shanghai Noon ends in like the church thing, but they're also up like a tower yeah, with yeah, a bell. No, I remember that very clearly. Yeah. But what I was thinking of was the fight scene with Donnie Yen. Yeah, because they have Big a ben. sword going on. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah. they have a sword fight at the same time as just fisticuffs. Yeah. And and, uh, and Owen Wilson just holding on to like the thing of the Big Ben. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going yeah. around. There's a bit like in Russia where he's like, cut it, I can hold it. Yeah, <laughs> do something. This is one of my favorite stunts. I I think Jackie Chan's ever done is the one in the end of Rush Hour where he falls down that thing and Chris Tucker like moves the piece of material to I hold catches. I wonder how they did that. They probably did it with wires. I imagine he must have done. I There's no way they would drop him. Free fall. Meters, well, yeah. you know, apparently, fun fun fact again. He dropped hundred meters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, people won't insure him because he's uh, a, a lot of people. Nuts. You know. Well, just it's dangerous and all that. But um, he insures himself and his whole stunt team. Pays for it. Uh, he's got the money to. Yeah, exactly. So, like, productions are like, whoa, your insurance is way too much. He's like, I'll pay for it. Yeah. Because. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, his pay will probably cover it by a margin, like a big margin anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it will. So, it's like nothing for him. Yeah. I mean, Even he, his, his catalogue of movies means that he's got untold wealth. Like Catalogue of albums as well. Um, <laughs> I, I, let's go on Spotify after this. Yeah, <laughs> Take a look listen. at like, Jackie Chan's albums. Yeah. I mean, it's not just film. It's not just music. TV. Jackie Chan Adventures. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Didn't I send you that video the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent you a video the other day on Instagram, and it was like, a, oh, 90s kids will remember this. Yeah. And it was like how... Basically, those sorts of channels, like kids' channels, used to do crossovers between their things as yeah, trailers. Yeah, that's what I remember. And someone was like advertising Pokemon, mm. and then they caught Jackie Chan. <laughs> and I was <laughs> so like, funny. what? That's <laughs> like, mad. Yeah, anytime I have any conversation about like old school kids' shows, 
Jackie Chan's Adventures is always like, oh awesome. yeah, that was so good. Because it has that bit in the opening as well where it cuts to actually Jackie Chan yeah. running along and then it goes back into the and animation. Is, yeah. I just remember it being on sort of thing. I don't think I watched it that intently. Well, I watched but... it a lot when it was on. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Well, it's been a long time. Yeah. But it was part of the era of like Kim Possible. Yeah. American Samurai Dragon. Jack. Samurai Jack. There's, oh, there's so many. Totally spies. To- to- oh my goodness me. <laughs> we must do... TV uh, one of us is a TV maker, yeah. <laughs> you know, at some point, because <laughs> there's a lot uh, of stuff going on yeah. there. Yeah, well, I mean, do you have a favourite Jackie Chan movie? What would you say your all-time favourite Jackie Chan movie is? No doubt it will be from this golden oh, well, Hollywood era. Well, it's definitely not The Spy Next Door. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember that. Have you watched it? I think I have, but so, I, again, it sort of melds in with a lot of the other ones. There's something, so me and my friend watched it a couple of years ago and we hadn't seen it before and there's a really really hilarious sound effect where he's fighting some guy on this stairwell and he flings like I think it's like a belt or something but instead of being like a a normal belt sound it's like a <laughs> and it was like so over the top I was like what happened to the sound design there but yeah I feel like he also did a string of like really bad films oh yeah because um, quite just, recently they like, haven't done that well around that era he also did um, the Karate Kid remake mm-hmm. which I think at the time I loved yeah. but looking back now I'm a bit like is yeah. <laughs> I don't know it, it's alright it's alright it's fine but I think loads of people were like the Karate Kid learns Kung Fu you know <laughs> <laughs> it was all a bit strange but um, <laughs> I would say it's either going to have to be between and we haven't even spoken about Kung Fu Panda that much but it's going to have to be between Kung Fu Panda and Rush Hour and I think the reason Rush Hour takes the spot is because... It's a Jackie Chan film. Yeah, it's a Jackie Chan film and also... He only has like three lines in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, this, he's not really in it. But my other reason was just going to be like Kung Fu Panda kind of gets... Even though it's really, really, really good, mm. it gets mired in a series of other animated films. Whereas mm. to me, Rush Hour stands alone mm-hmm. as like the thing I remember. I remember Rush Hour. Like yeah. it's Rush Hour. Yes. You know? I think Rush Hour is probably my favourite Jackie Chan film that I've seen. I would like to see, as I said, some of his earlier stuff. For People sure. say his early stuff is really good. I'm sure it is. Like, I mean, really, really good. It's going to be some amazing stunts. It's going to be some amazing story, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, it'll be interesting to see some of his early stuff that maybe was earlier in Hollywood. Although, like, you know, they cast him as, like, a Japanese taxi driver in a no, film. And, you know, no, all this no, ter- no, one cares stuff. about that. No, no, because... It's of, madness, isn't it? But, again, you see that and how far we've come. And yeah. how, you know, that is... But he was one of the people making that happen. Yeah, yeah. He was pushing, he was pushing forward. He was the transition. Yeah. You know? By the time someone like Lucy Liu got on screen and was in mainstream films, he had done a lot of the sort of... Kicking um, down the door. Yeah, kicking down the door. Yeah, I mean, like, he, it shouldn't have had to be that way, but it was, and he got Chinese Americans at least yeah. to a position where they could be on screen yeah reliably and then we have Michelle Yeoh to thank as well yeah yeah Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon Hello. yeah of course that came out what 2001 yeah I think it was 2001 I have, I've seen bits of it I haven't seen oh, it oh it's thing. a great film yeah it's I mean really people great. say it's really really good it's one of my dad's favourite films yeah I know that much right I do want to watch it yeah. Well, we should watch that too. Oh, we'll put we'll a bit of Jackie Chan on We'll go with Beauty and the Beast in Mandarin. Chinese American cinema for yeah. <laughs> We'll just do that. We'll just do it. That would yeah. be so good. Yeah. Um, you know, Jackie Chan was like, as a kid, it was such a core staple of the films I watched. And we rented from Blockbuster, like I said, Tuxedo, yeah. Medallion. Mm-hmm. When all those came out, we yeah. watched them. It was like the first film story slash script I wrote 
was a film called Hawaii Spy. Which was, was it? Like nine. I don't remember that. And I imagine it was me and Jack Chan in it. And we were like on this island and I got paired up with him for some reason because my dad died. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> My dad died. I was from Hawaii for some reason and uh, we met on the island and he trained me up. Yeah. Hawaii Spy. Hawaii Spy. Could have been a precursor to the spy next door. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nobody steal that idea. Maybe I can make it into a movie. Maybe, maybe you had actually just watched Totally Spies and you thought, oh. Well, yeah, I mixed Jackie it all Chan. together. I mean, I was yeah. just in the Jackie Chan mind frame. I, I remember writing it on a little scrap of paper at home. I wish I still had it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wrote that when I was eight or nine. Did you not think, like, Jackie Chan is one of those people that inspires many actors can do this but Jackie Chan is a specific individual I would point out to say like he has inspired so many people like there are so many stunt channels on YouTube right that create their own short films and stuff like that and they pretty much whenever they do interviews they always point to yeah we're basing this on Jackie Chan because Jackie Chan is so good you know he's like he's like the standard for how good you can be and should be Mm -hmm. you know a Guinness World Record holder (laughs) 15 you know, the one to be so uh, maybe 20 wanted... albums <laughs> oh, that's got to be some sort of record as well <laughs> yeah, I know record 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 <laughs> literally um, some records so okay do you think that Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights kind of are comparable to the level of Kung Fu Panda and Rush Hour would you put them on the same level uh, yeah they're pretty close together but I think Rush Hour is just always going to be my favourite mm. it's a total comfort movie yeah hilarious it's just so funny mm-hmm. and just uh, the bit when the girl's singing in the car as well talking sweet and looking fine yeah, <laughs> uh, no 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 problem just uh, rush hour yeah <laughs> well that's what i always got confused about rush hour it's like hold on a second <laughs> rush hour as a theme is in it for like two seconds <laughs> know, and yeah. then it's nothing to do with rush hour it's because they're rushing around they're trying to figure out what's going on uh <laughs> yourself off you did <laughs> You're bleeding. bleeding. <laughs> You're bleeding. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's like no women in this film apart from one. <laughs> and the girl. Junto. 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 What were we watching? And they they said something like that, and we were like, Junto. No, no, he was in it. What was the film? Oh yeah, what was the film? It was literally in the film, and I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> you point, You sent me a video or something, and you were just like. Junto. And you were like, what? <laughs> and I was like, it's the same actor. I was like, oh yeah, it's Junto. Oh, I can't remember. But he is in a really good TV show at the minute, or a TV show that was on called Industry. Right. And the same actor was in that. He played Junto. And he, he's he's really good at that sort of like creepy villainy thing. Yeah. Note about Jackie Chan is he does not play villains. He refuses to play villains. I wonder why that is. He's been offered roles as villains. But he's mm. never played one. Like it, maybe in his head, he knows choreography for what he would do for a who's trying to beat him I don't know I don't think it's I think it's more of a philosophical thing because he's also really anti-violence in real life right so he, I think he just doesn't want to project any bad ideas bad vibes maybe mm-hmm. so yeah he always plays the villain uh, always, plays, always plays the hero uh, which are kind of nice to be able to dictate your career like that mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna play. besides you know what we said about you know him whatever his relationship with his daughter is do you have any criticisms of Jackie Chan um, only what I've heard other people say, which is like Michelle Yeoh saying, you know, oh yeah, Jackie Chan said that girl shouldn't be doing Kung Fu or whatever in movies. And she's like, I proved him wrong. And I beat him to it when we're in the same movie. It's like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. whatever, you know, yeah. so, um. Oh, good on Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, she's had to come up against a whole host of things to be as successful as she is now. So it's mad. Um, just as Jackie Chan, but you know, extra fat, she's a woman as well. And that's. Mm-hmm an extra hard thing to have to deal with so and I think my main criticism of Jackie Chan 
is as an actor, sometimes I feel like he doesn't have incredible emotional range. Mm, And he's not, not I know he's not really supposed to, but then let's take, you know, Michelle Yeoh, for example, her her emotional range is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like she can play anything. She's a proper great actress. She can do what Jackie Chan does and she can just And some extra. Yeah, she's just amazing. And like, I think obviously with Jackie Chan, the whole point is that kind of, comedy style like mm. it's a style that he puts out and he's amazing at doing it but like you're not really going to be able to see him take on a serious role and the one thing i saw him in where he tried to was this like a revenge film mm. on netflix with oh, yeah. Brosnan in it yeah and it was awful mm. his acting was really bad i mean the, the choreography was really bad i assume this was a rushed film it just was yeah. a bit rubbish but rush out uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I was also a bit struck. I was a bit like... Yeah. He's not... I mean, this is where you need all the elements. You need a good director. You need a good script. You haven't got those things going. And an actor's trying to push their boundaries and push them into, you know, being more emotional, whatever it is they're not usually comfortable with. If you haven't got that, that director to steer the ship, mm-hmm. it can all fall apart, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think that's a fair criticism. And it's his own admission that he likes to play the comedy guy and he's built his career out of hero roles in the comedy space. And that's well, what if he likes it. <laughs> nice, so he gets paid a lot of money, he enjoys it. You know, why not, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's making royalties on his albums. <laughs> yeah. He's making a lot of, I mean, he's making lots of money, generally. Yeah. Considering he's managed to capture the two, two of the biggest film markets in the world, China yeah. and America. I mean, yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. So he's definitely an icon. Mm-hmm. He's really paved the way for cinema. Absolute icon. Absolute classic man. Yeah. And thank you for our childhood. Loved it. True. I mean, it was it was interesting when we were talking about what we were going to do. We were going to do Rush Hour. And mm. then we were like, you know what? Let's talk about Jackie Chan because Jackie Chan. And then I also feel like we both kind of just wanted to talk about Rush Hour. As yeah. Well. I mean, I put the work in here, people. I watched Rush Hour 1 and 2. I watched Shanghai uh, Noon. Yeah, but I remember I Shanghai like... Noon and Shanghai Nights. Mm. I, I remember... You didn't remember it too well. So no, I remember <laughs> Shanghai Noon. <laughs> Every other no, I was. I love that. I remember Shanghai Noon. Uh. <laughs> no, because I was trying to say every other week shot. <laughs> I was trying to say like bi-weekly. <laughs> that's what I meant. I was like, I was trying to say I know it shot for shot, but I don't know it quite shot for shot. But I know Shanghai Noon like so many shots in that film. I know. We're I just could, teasing. Like, I could like picture the whole film in my head. I mean, I'm sure most of you for the year of this podcast <laughs> criticism I hear is like. When is Ryan actually going to watch any of the films you talk about? I do watch the films we're talking about. <laughs> sure. There's only occasions where I don't. I'm very busy, Matt. You know what? I'm quite, I'm quite like Jackie Chan. I do the film. I do the music. I do it all. Mm, sure. Try it. This is a relaxed podcast, as you can tell. We don't, it's it's not a relaxed relationship that we have as it's well. A, as it's not tell. that deep. So. Just hopefully you enjoy the, the facts, the figures, and the fun. That's what we hope. <laughs> what is you coming out with right now? The facts and the figures, mate. <laughs> Over 20 million albums. Uh, or, you know, or 20 million albums. 20 million albums. 20 albums. I mean, it pretty much might as well be 20 million. Yeah. He's got a lot. So. Well, signing off then. <laughs> this has yeah. been a lovely episode to celebrate our one year anniversary. Oh, yeah. And no, to celebrate Jackie Chan. I'm very happy that we have made it a year and we will continue to go strong. we got a whole year of episodes worth for you to enjoy listen to have fun uh let us know uh, as well if you want us to call jiggy jiggy or orion if we need to stick to one <laughs> it's too confusing it's too confusing it's too much too much too much and see you next time see you next time bye